Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. I'm Wyatt Jackson. And I'm Devin Marshall. And you're listening to Adventures into Odyssey. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. This week we're discussing episode 363, The Right Choice, part two. Yeah. This comes right after part one because it's a two part. <laughs> That's how part two works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Uh, so this, as the, as the first part, this was written and directed by Paul McCusker and it originally aired in October 26th, 1996. Uh, what are our thoughts about this episode? Just right uh, off the bat. I think part one was funnier, and this one's deeper. This one definitely goes a lot deeper than part one does. But, I mean, there are, there is quite a bit of humor in this one, too. It's just, Oh, yeah. Yeah, we get some there, we get some crazy stuff that happens this episode, so. <laughs> For sure, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I, so, I guess we'll just read the summary again, just to refresh our minds. You want to do that? All right. So, stopping in Chicago on the way home. From the Middle East, Eugene learns that Katrina Shanks may be marrying someone else. No, he doesn't, but oh well. <laughs> so it's just, it's the same summary as uh, last week, so it doesn't Yeah, it, it it really is. Uh, there's, it's the same, it's the same summary. It's the same with the promo, because so, sometimes the two-parters have different promos, but this week the, the promo's the same. So, De- wait, Devin, are we going to do the same promo? I, I mean, I, I guess we could, but does it hurt? Yeah, why not? Just, <laughs> give us a refresh but before we do that um let's do let's do the cast so we got we got most mostly the same the same people like armitage shanks brandon teller eugene meltzner jason john whitaker katrina shanks and then we got michael barnes who's also voiced by townsend coleman so michael's the chairman of the board of the universal missions board he's the oh, good chair i didn't know that was him yes yeah, so that's michael barnes he's actually mentioned in a new era but uh oh, this is the okay. only yeah, yeah, yeah i remember that Yep, this is the only episode he's in, and he's voiced by Townsend Coleman. So, it's honestly pretty good voice acting with Townsend because it's hard to distinguish his voice between Jason. But it, it is there; the you, you can see it. <laughs> oh my goodness! But it, it it's 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 pretty good, honestly. He's Townsend's doing a great job with him. So he's the chair. He's the good chairman, unlike the Novacom chairman. This guy's a good chairman of the board. And then yes. uh, the last one we have is Rodlin, who's caught in between Eugene and Katrina's crossfire. And she's voiced <laughs> yes, by sir. Heather, Heather Sagard. So, that's her. Um, so, okay, that was that was the cast. We got we got through this quite quickly, actually. Um, you want to just rehash the promo again? So we're all so we're like all fresh on what to expect with this episode, Devin. Oh yeah. All right, let's go. A strange kind of hero's welcome on the next Adventure in Odyssey. Whit and Eugene return from the Middle East to all kinds of surprises. Has Katrina really gone off and married someone else? Can Eugene make it to the church on time? And what's the urgent message for Whit from the mission board? Mostly answers and more delays next time on Adventures in Odyssey. All right, so that was the promo from last week. Uh, again, will he make it to the church on time? No, he, uh, it's not a church. There is no church. <laughs> there was no church mentioned in any of this episode, I don't believe. 
There is the Wellington Courtyard, though. Um, and then what's, what's offer from the the missions board, which we all talk about. And then it says mostly answers, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I guess if that's the question, it answered the question very well, I guess. I don't know. I guess, yeah. Yeah, it's the promo. I'm looking forward to the next promo because I just want something new, honestly, to talk about. <laughs> so true. All right, so Devin, you ready to get into the episode? Oh, yeah. All right, let's do this. We got this. You take, you right. take us off with the first scene. All right, so the first scene starts off at um, the board meeting, and Wit is at the UMB board meeting, and he's talking to them about how he spent his time and the board's money in the Middle East. So oh, I assume hang on, that's... hang on, hang on. Universal Missions Board is UMB, just oh, yes, to yes. clarify for our listeners. Um, I assume that's referring to all the stuff that happened during the search for Wit and stuff. And yep, the how time it he was, was gone. Yeah, in the Aharoni dig, I believe it is. So yeah. Yeah. Um, so then he's basically thanking them for giving him the opportunity, and Wit thinks the um, he thinks that the board should expand their support all around the world, and then he finishes his presentation. I guess I guess this is uh his synopsis of what happened while he was gone. Um, yeah, what he learned. It is. Uh-huh. And so the board claps for him, and the chairman of the board. This is the good chairman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he this thanks is, Wit. He's not the bad one. No, he's, he's, <laughs> he he's thanks Wit for giving him um, his time and uh, talents to the project, right? Because um, uh-huh. Wit was gone for how long was it? In Odyssey years, it doesn't uh. even make sense, but he was gone for a lot of years. Well, and then the guy's like, uh, a, a better man couldn't have been found in our time of need. So Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he thanks him for that, and then he leads that into the next order of business, the future of the missions. And the board agrees that it's imperative that the Universal uh, Mission Board, that they support missions around the world. <laughs> around the world missions. Just like all ar- um, around the world. I was thinking of that. We need, it's, it's a reference. <laughs> yeah, it's it's where it all began right there. Yeah, this is, this is where Martin's dreams missions. started right here. Oh my goodness. What a great guy Martin was. <laughs> Martin is a pretty a good guy. guy. They haven't mentioned him much, but he actually did a lot of stuff. Um, yeah, he, he totally so did. They want to explore new mission possibilities, um, and the board voted, all except for one opposer. Who could that be? And oh, We actually, we actually don't wit. find out in this episode. No, we don't find out in this episode. We think we find that out in Welcoming Wit. Is that what it's, it's either called? welcome home or it's either welcome I home. think it's welcome home. If it's not, it might be solitary refinement. I can't remember. It's one of those episodes that we find out who the opposer yeah, is. And but uh, yeah, they bring it up fairly soon. It's like in the next couple of episodes. So yeah, but we'll we'll talk about that here because if it's not solitary refinements, it, it'll be we'll just spoil it for all of you. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Let's so, yeah. Let's continue. Let's continue. Yeah. <laughs> So, there's one opposer, and they want Wit to do something else for them, and uh, Wit's like, Jason said that you had something big coming up, and Michael Barnes, the good chairman, tells Wit that it is most serious and will need his deepest prayer and consideration, and that's where the scene ends. Um, just one quick thing I had about this scene here. I never, like, ever since I listened to this when I was younger, I never understood why Wit wasn't on the board meeting because he isn't he a board member as, along with Jason? I think he is, but because they were talking uh, uh, about him, I guess not. Well, no, but that that doesn't that doesn't mean anything. 
the I mean, may, maybe because Wit was in the Middle East and he wasn't there, so they just had the, it with Jason. And uh, I don't, I, I don't know. It's, it's I interesting know, yeah. because I'm not, I'm not that versed with board meetings, but uh, I don't know. It's, it, if, if someone knows that, send us an email, and uh, I'll be very grateful if you send us an email explaining all the whims about board meetings because I don't know. So, anyway, uh, that was just that one thing with that scene. I had the next scene is in the hotel. And uh, they don't actually describe. They don't actually say until a few lines of dialogue later what this thing the board has asked Wit to do is, and I really like that because it it really is. It really gives. It's not like cliche writing, that yeah. Um, because honestly, they could have ended this with and ended the last scene with Michael Barnes being like, "Wit, we want you to go back to the Middle East," and I still think that would have been okay. But I think what wouldn't have been good is if it the next scene had been like Wit being like. I can't believe they want me to go to the Middle East. And Jason's like, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I, yeah, the way I that they think... did it kind of um, cleaned it up a bit for how the writing would be. So I, Definitely really seems more realistic. So yeah. uh, good on you, Paul McCusker. Great writing here. So uh, Wit's, Wit's in shock. We don't know what's, what's going on yet, but Wit's like, I never would have expected the war to have asked me to do that. Not in a million years. I'm like, whoa, Wit, evolution. Whoa, 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 buddy. <laughs> <laughs> No, calm down with (laughs) (laughs) no no that that was a bad joke on my part but jason asks what what he's gonna do and what's like i don't know jason but then what's like i'm still trying to figure out who voted against the idea and then what's like wait a minute that's eugene over there and so it is eugene they go over to eugene and eugene's like i couldn't check into the hotel without jason's permission because i didn't get there when you did and stuff like that so i assume this is the case where um Jason books the room under Eugene. Eugene's like, "Hey, I'm Eugene. Can I get my room?" And they're like, "Uh, no, because <laughs> we don't. Nope. We don't have." Yeah, they're like, "No, no can do, buddy." So anyway, Eugene needs Jason's permission. Yeah, uh, Jason. So Jason goes to help Eugene check in, and Eugene's been like, "Eugene's like, I've been all up all night trying to prove that I wasn't the head of a local gang of hackers." And what's like, nice. wait, what's <laughs> <laughs> just like, wait, what? Proof to who? Eugene's like, to whom? The Lakeshore Police. And Eugene's like, if I didn't have my passport to prove that I've been out of the country in the last few weeks, they would have arrested me. Which, like, why were they investigating you? And Eugene, <laughs> he's like, he fills in Wit on the details. He's like, you see, Wit, I, I broke into the hotel's computer system, and it was only thanks to Mr. Shanks that I was let off with a $100 fine and not prison. And then Wit's like, well, where's Katrina? And Eugene's like, oh, boy. Eugene always has this really weird way of saying Brandon in this episode. I he know. like rolls Brandon. He, he like roll he he rolls the R and it's just really weird. It's like he's it reciting is. Shakespeare. He's like <laughs> Brandon. <laughs> I don't even know it's how he says it. Brandon. It's so it's, it's <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's gotta and, be the weirdest voice I've ever heard you do. Brandon. Uh, I'm not gonna. Sounds like an sake, old Odyssey villain. <laughs> for the sake of our my audio, I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm not gonna do any more. But Brandon apparently Brandon took a change to the university for a Christian fellowship meeting, and Eugene's like, it sounds like a contrived excuse to get her away from me. And this is the point where I'm like, uh, you know, um, I mean, yeah, but at the same time, Eugene, are you aware of what you did? But <laughs> also, he's uh, assuming a lot in this episode too. And the yeah, last episode, he was assuming. I, I honestly, too. honestly, I dislike Eugene a lot more in this episode than the last episode. You dislike him less. I dislike him more, more, more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Because 
it's just like he 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 doesn't wit and jason both give him good advice and eugene's like nah i'm not gonna listen to you at this and, point he's not even jet lagged anymore now he's just being stupid so well, i mean he is but he's just like in this well, I, I guess we're getting ahead of ourselves here no l- l- let's guess. say let's save that talk for later um anyway Brandon took Katrina uh, for the univer- to the university for a Christian fellowship meeting. Eugene's like, it sounds like a contrived excuse to get her away from me. And then it was like, Eugene, one of the side effects of jet lag is a profound sense of paranoia. And then Eugene's like, are you saying I'm paranoid, Mr. Whitaker? I suppose you've talked to other people about this. And what's like, <laughs> was like, Eugene. And Eugene's like, it was a joke. Just like that Jillian Marshall quote. <laughs> yes. It was a joke. Yeah. So Katrina admits that, um, e- Katrina, not Eugene admits that he is jet lagged and tired, but he has to talk to Katrina. And he's like, "Wait, are you still flying to Odyssey this afternoon?" And then just then Jason comes and he's like, "Eugene, I, I, I got your hotel room, and I changed the plane to later this evening." And Eugene's like, "Wait, what? Why would you do that?" And Jason's like, "Sorry, but I thought you wouldn't object to having more time with Katrina." I mean, <laughs> do you? <laughs> Little did he know. <laughs> Poor it. Little did Jason know that Eugene would. So Eugene's like, I, right now I'm not sure she wants that. And Wit tells Eugene that he has a series of meetings with the board, so they have to stay a bit later. And Eugene asks him, what's, like, like why? Like, why? What, what, what more meetings do you have? And Wit tells him that the board wants to send Wit as an ambassador to missions around the globe. So we're really getting the around-the-world missions vibe here, you know? Mm-hmm. Definitely. So... Basically, in a nutshell, they want Wit to go back to the missions. And Eugene, this is also where Eugene's breaking down. He's like, Wit, you can't go. You must go back to Odyssey. You can't lose again. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's like, <laughs> well, Eugene, we're all going back to Odyssey tonight. And Eugene's like, then I presume you told the board no? And Wit says, you're jumping to conclusions, Eugene. I'm going back to Odyssey to rest and pray for God's leading. And then Wit has the perfect lead in with this where he tells Eugene that it's it, it's all up to God. And just like Eugene's relationship with Katrina, it's all in God's hands. And Eugene's like, you're right. But I have to find her and resolve this mess. <laughs> of course. <laughs> this is where Eugene's like, he's just not listening to any of the of the, of the the sage council of Jason and Wits. And he's just like, mm-hmm. honestly, it's, it's quite self-centered because he's not listening to Katrina at all. And he's just like, I want, I need to find her and like work this out for me because this is bad but he's not taking into consideration what he did which is katrina's point and this is the point yeah. where i'm like i i dislike eugene a lot more in this he's definitely being very selfish mm-hmm. self-centered and uh yeah but we'll talk about that in in a, in a few minutes so now here's where jason is he, he kind of is better than he was in the last episode because the last episode he's like encouraging eugene to go fight for katrina and all that and right here jason's like eugene i think dad's right like why don't you just go up and get some sleep and eugene's like sleep sleep while brandon continues to weave his tangled web and he's the way he says brandon again (laughs) brand doesn't even make sense with how he brandon he like rolls the He's like, rolls the R. He's like, Brandon. And I'm like, I don't know what this is. <laughs> it's it's something that's so, like a very weird, um, a the, very weird way that he says it. Like, I don't understand why but he the, says the, it that way. But Oh, my goodness. Though, there's a line in this episode later that is just so cliche and weird. And um, every time I listen to it, I, I'm always like, what? 
I think it's Wait, with Arm. I think it's with Armitage when he's like, Eugene, your assumptions have made a fool of yourself. Something like that. <laughs> and I, I, every time I listen to that line, I'm like, I, I can't take him seriously here. And I just start laughing. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, back to this episode. Uh, scene, not episode. But Wit tries to calm Eugene down. And Wit's like, think of your Bible. Like, think of 1 Corinthians 13, the chapter about love. What does it say love is? Love is patient and kind. It's not panicked. And it wants what right it love wants what is right for others. So Eugene just go up to sleep and think about those verses, please. Eugene's like, Yes, Mr. Whitaker. After I find Katrina And Eugene just <laughs> Oh not <Yeah>. again. <laughs> so Eugene just kinda zips out of there and what's like, Oh, Eugene Because Eugene is yeah, not in a great I don't know. Anything not making happen. great decisions, no. Definitely not. <laughs> so uh, let's. Let, why don't you say we head on to the next scene now? Okay, so now we're at the Shanks house, and uh, Eugene has a very big habit in these two episodes of uh, ringing bells. Um, so he's mm-hmm. ringing the bell, and Armitage answers, and he's like, "Yes, oh, Eugene." No, but the, then. the way he the way he answers it, he's like, "Yes, oh, Eugene." <laughs> Yes. <laughs> he's like, his yes is like happy. And then the oh, Eugene, he's like, t- he's, you get the sense he's like tired and kind of annoyed at Eugene, which yeah. is funny. And then Eugene is for some reason surprised by Mr. Shanks. I guess, was he expecting Katrina or something? I don't know. He was because they were supposed to be at the Lakeshore Lodge. Oh, I see. So he thought that they were having a second honeymoon. Um, and then Armitage tells him that they were. But the mood got ruined. <laughs> so, so nice. <laughs> and then Eugene apologizes again. Um, and he's all, he also thanks him for helping him with the police. And Armitage tells him that it wouldn't look good for one of his daughter's suitors to have a record, which is kind of funny. And Eugene's <laughs> like, <laughs> and it's then, kind of savage. It's also kind of funny, though. Um, Eugene deserves it. So. And Eugene deserves it 100%. Yeah. So Armitage tells Eugene that Katrina's at the university. And then Eugene asks where... Eugene? Why do I keep saying that? Eugene asks where Katrina is at the university. um, As he didn't want to cause a commotion getting lost, of course. Well, Um, that's also also one of the last things he would... Like, I don't want to... I broke up your wedding, but I don't want to cause another commotion by getting lost. It's like, okay. um, (laughs) Yeah. You I just go. The, I think that's the least of his concerns right there. You just go to the university and ask where the Christian fellowship meeting is. And that is true. It's it's like, okay, whatever. <laughs> so Armitage tells him that he seems um, seems to be determined to cause a commotion wherever he goes, and it's very true, uh-huh. <laughs> and also very funny. And so then he tells Eugene to come with him to the tennis courts. And Eugene's like, ah, I'd rather not take up any more of your valuable time. And then Armitage yep. is like, this. Oh, you, you should say this line because you got the perfect Armitage impression. Okay. This is. Ah, hang on. Hang... <laughs> Eugene, this is my daughter's life we're talking about. We have all the time I want. Come on. <laughs> and Eugene is and then like, Eugene's like, like hey, yes, sir. <laughs> and he, he's like, gulp. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah. So, uh, 
hang on. I, I had something about Armitage that I wanted to talk about in, in this scene. Uh, uh, I forget. Oh, well. Uh, it'll probably come back to me in the next scene. So in the next scene, they're at the tennis courts. Eugene's like, nice tennis courts. And Armitage is like, thanks. <laughs> so it's like, Armitage, he owns the tennis courts. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> Armitage is just like a rich billionaire or something like that. Anyway, Armitage asks him, um, Armitage asks Eugene that if he loves Katrina, why are the two of them determined to wreck their relationship? And Eugene's Very like, good question. Been, yeah, it is. So Eugene's like, I've been wondering that same question. And then Armitage asks Eugene if he's ever asked himself. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Armitage says, "Are you, what makes you sure that the two of you are right together? And mm-hmm. Eugene's like, brand. He, he says it again. <laughs> brand. <laughs> How can it's the rolling r's it just gets me it's like he's like brandon said the same thing is this the proverbial party line which that's kind of and then armitage is like that's kind of a rude thing to say and then armitage is like young man this is my daughter's life we're talking about i don't need a party line when it comes to her future and well-being and so eugene apologizes and uh and Armitage asks what Eugene's intentions are, whether they're going to continue this cat and mouse game, and he tells Eugene that they need to fish and cut bait. So, uh, right here, very there's, there's... big into those uh, animal references there, <laughs> which very... Eugene points out. But I know. Um. So there's there's a uh, so there's there's a few things we need to talk about. I just want to kind of talk about how Armitage proceeds with this whole um thing because keep in mind that armitage isn't a christian too so his advice isn't going to be from uh a christ-centered perspective yeah so a christ-centered relationship perspective so basically armit so basically what armitage is saying here i guess is just uh like are you going to ask her to marry you or not that that's kind of the gist of what he's saying armitage is being like well you love each other so just why haven't you asked why why are you putting yourself through this torture of am i right for her are you right and the thing is i i think i have a problem with this because eugene it's i have a a few problems with that advice a little later down the road and the thing is that eugene the whole episode hinges on this advice that armitage gives eugene and Mm -hmm. i mean some of it's okay but others i i I don't know what i what what do you think of his advice here in this scene Devin? because i don't know it's it's decent advice like it's pretty solid advice. It's just not like I feel like well, it's just missing that one little grain that's the necessary part. Yeah. So the thing is, I'm not in any relationships right now, or I and I probably won't be for at least until I get to university, which will be in a one or two years for me. But um, but for so I'm I'm not gonna yeah I'm not gonna come at this with a whole bunch of dating experience and expertise and like that, but. I'm just I'm just gonna give it my um my my opinion right here. So this whole episode, especially in the later scene when they're all talking about dating, because uh yeah. Anyway, uh where was I? Okay, so Armitage asks Eugene's what what Eugene's intentions are, whether they're gonna continue this cat and mouse game, and he tells Eugene that they need to fish and cut bait, and Eugene's like, whoa, all the animal references here, like dude, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, and he he's like, I I don't know what you mean. And Armitage is like, you know what I mean. And Eugene tells Armitage that he hopes to marry Katrina, though her not talking to him has caused an obstacle. And then Armitage tells Eugene that there is another obstacle. 
I mean, Eugene hasn't asked Armitage's permission to marry Katrina. Oh. And so, <laughs> what 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 do you think of this? Because I honestly agree with Armitage here, where I would always, if I, I'm going to marry someone, I'd get the, uh, their parents' permission. To oh yeah, definitely, I agree there. Because it's hard to say now because we've never been in relationships, but like still. Well, the thing the thing is, um, you always generally want good relations with your in with your in laws, right here. And then yeah, you don't want them being like, "You marry my daughter without permission." Blah. <laughs> so, well, yeah. And the thing is, I I I like Armitage's advice right here because um, it, it it's honestly pretty it, it it's it's pretty good, and I don't think Armitage's because I think if I were gonna marry, I I think that theoretically the parents of my bride to be it sounds so weird to say that but i think they if they were like strong christians they'd probably want to make sure that i'm a solid christian and i'm the right person for their daughter this is just all theoretical too yeah. but the thing is armitage is just asking this for his like i think armitage just wants to i, I I'm, I'm not sure i think armitage just wants to ask he wants to give eugenia's permission just because he's her father and i think he just wants the right man to marry katrina if that make if that makes sense because there's it does yeah because he's not really coming at it from a christ-centered perspective at all mm-hmm. and uh it's yeah i don't i don't know i don't know uh let me continue in the scene though so anyway armitage asked why eugene didn't ask his permission and eugene tells him that he didn't think armitage would say yes and he showed that he'd give his blessing to brandon and not eugene again i'm not sure why eugene thinks this because uh i was kind of silly of eugene too well honestly um. well the, the the thing is it doesn't matter if eugene's like well brandon's a super christian and i'm not well that doesn't matter to armitage because armitage just isn't a christian right yeah and, and Honestly, why doesn't? Because the past few days, his relationship with Armitage has been seriously mangled. Obviously, mm-hmm. but before then, I mean, I think it was fine, right? It was I pretty mean, good, yeah. It was. I mean, we had him and Armitage, and what was it? It's not the right choice. The uh, the turning point. Oh, right? yeah, the turning point. But honestly, it wasn't that Armitage didn't like he. He even had a similar conversation with Katrina, where he's like, "Why are the two of you putting yourself through this?" And it was actually Katrina that is kind of like it, it doesn't work between us. So he's like, okay, then you need to stop this relationship because there's other stuff happening. But I mean, I, I'm just not sure why Eugene is like I I didn't think you'd give permission to me, but to Brandon because it doesn't matter that Brandon's a better Christian, a quote unquote better Christian than Eugene because Armitage isn't a Christian, so that has no effect on him, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, maybe just it's just kind of weird. Uh, Armitage. And then here's the line where I always like, I'm I'm like I can't take him seriously. <laughs> oh no! Armitage is like, Eugene, your assumptions are making a fool out of you, Eugene. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah. can't take him seriously. Then I I should also mention that this whole time Armitage is playing tennis, so there's you can hear the sound of like a, an automatic tennis ball shooter, mm-hmm. and then every now and then Armitage is like, oh, when a tennis ball hits him. So yeah, <laughs> that's, that's kind of funny. Too. Yeah. So anyway, then Armitage tells Eugene that even if he didn't think Armitage would give permission, that he still should have asked. And I'm I I I agree a hundred percent with Armitage here. Um, definitely. Yeah. It, it it's it's still the right thing to do, and it really shows kind of Eugene's selfishness shining through here. He's like, well, I 
I'm not. I'm just not going to take into consideration anyone else but me because I want this, but I'm not going to, you know. So. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Eugene uh, apologizes to Armitage. He says he's made a mess of the entire situation, and he asks Armitage if he can marry Katrina, and Armitage gives his permission. And Eugene's like, thank you. And then Armitage is like, though you'd better hurry up because Brandon ha- already asked us per- my permission last night. Oh? <laughs> Eugene's like, wait, <laughs> what? And Armitage is like, you both have my permission, but I want the right man. And Eugene's like, what's the right man? And he's like, the right man is whomever she chooses. And I have a problem with that. um, Because honestly, Katrina has a lot of discernment but that advice like saying the right man for my children for my daughter to me the right man is the one whomever she chooses i think that is not a very good good piece of advice that armitage is giving him right there because honestly it works with katrina because she's a mature christian but it wouldn't work for a lot of people because um i don't know what do you think of that line it's not the worst line. It's just like, I guess he's right, but he's wrong at the same time. When you're right, you're right. <laughs> that was the Odyssey know. episode. <laughs> but that was album 51. It and was. It was. So Armitage tells Eugene that he'll find Katrina at the student union building. Then Armitage gets hit by a tennis ball, and he's like, I hate this game. <laughs> I love Armitage. <laughs> it's the perfect line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so then we go to the next scene at the University of Illinois. Oh, I just thought of the the funniest thing. If you stick Armitage in with, like, I hate this game, and then Maury, and then Wit being like, or you think you're trying to game me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. We already did that once. We can't do it more. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, yeah, so. <laughs> On another note. We're at the <laughs> university. <laughs> Yeah, and Eugene's racing to the university. He's zooming. He's just motoring. No, he he's yeah. at the university, and it's funny because he's like, I didn't want to make a fool of myself, and he's like, I need a directory. I need a directory. He's like, just <laughs> he's already making a fool of himself. Kinda. Yeah. Oh, so he needs the directory, and then he finds it, and then he's like, the Christian Fellowship meeting is ah right here. And what then a coincidence! He goes is in, that <laughs> and uh. He kind of makes a little bit of a ruckus opening the door, and then everybody's like, hey, and he's like, sorry. Yeah. Um, Everyone's like, Shh. and then Brandon's obviously speaking, because Brandon. Um, okay, so or Brandon. Like, <laughs> what, is that Russian? Is that yes. Russian? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, and then Katrina tells the group. Uh, so Brandon uh, cues Katrina, and then Katrina tells the group that the local Bible study will meet at Taft Hall instead of the usual place, which Taft Hall is usually um, is an usual ah, is an actual place at the University of Illinois. So and yeah, they just used that reference there, I guess. So they're all split up into prayer groups of three. And here's where Eugene makes contact. You, he and Katrina. This like, is the what? worst spot to try and make contact. He's like, "Let's have a conversation while everybody's trying to pray." It really it sounds shows, like a great idea. Honestly, it really shows Eugene's mature, immaturity in this in this uh, it, in this scene. Yeah, it definitely. Because I I would be okay with Eugene waiting, like let them pray, and then as they leave, he can be like, "Hey, Katrina," and Katrina's like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> but 
<laughs> Hold up. Honestly, what are you doing? Interrupting a prayer group yeah. is not a great idea. So, oh, no, that's not gonna show any maturity there. That's probably gonna make her more disappointed in him. But whatever. Whatever. <laughs> uh-huh. This is what he does. So, uh-huh. um, Eugene's attempting to make contact with Katrina, well, he, and then Katrina's just like. Yeah, he, he's like, Katrina! And then she's like, Eugene, what are you doing here? And then um, Rodlin shows up. I feel um, so bad for this. She's I feel like, so bad for Rodlin this whole scene. I know. She sounds so sad. It's perfect <laughs> voice acting. Uh, so she just walks in there and she's like, uh, hello, I'm Rodlin. And they're like, and Eugene's just like, nice to meet you. And then he just goes back on to talking to Katrina. Um, and then... Uh, Basically, Katrina's like, no, I came here to pray. Uh, wait, I missed one. Eugene asks Katrina if they Katrina. can go somewhere else. And she's like, no, I, can, I came here to pray. Which is fair. Makes <laughs> sense. That's why she's at a prayer meeting. Um, but then she can, kind of also gets immature in the scene, too. Yeah, but she does. She gets immature in... Rodley asks... Next, not Rodley. Rodlin. Rodley. Rodley. <laughs> Rodley Rathbone. No, um, oh, oh, no. Rodlin. She asks if uh, they want to pray alone, which would have been... Probably better so they could have just chatted, um, since they probably weren't going to end up praying anyway. But Katrina's like, no. And Eugene's like, and yes. Rodlin, Eugene's like, yes. Rodlin's like, no. I'm going to go find another group. And then Katrina's like, no, you're praying with us. <laughs> Eugene just... can leave if he has other intentions. Ooh, <laughs> got him. And, just, and then cause, uh, they start Eugene's praying. Like, no, of course I don't. I, I'll, I'll pray. And so, okay, that's not, that's, not, yeah. that's not a great attitude to go into praying with, but okay, whatever. Not really, no. Uh, all and right, they start praying, um, and then hang on, hang on. Eugene Devin, has Devin. Devin, uh, you want to do Eugene? Eugene, and I'll be Katrina and Rodlin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Eugene's like, "Dear Father, thanks for this opportunity to come into your presence to bring our exposed hearts and our minds to your merciful light. Thanks for your ready forgiveness, and f- a forgiveness that reaches out to us when we make petty mistakes. I can only pray that each one of us." Learn to be forgiving. For example, <laughs> this is the best part. For example, whenever somebody uses that in a prayer, it's the best. Uh, I know. For example, when one person ruined wedding anniversaries, it's a small offense that you are willing to forgive. <laughs> but there are others <laughs> that have hardened their hearts. Teach her to forgive our foolish mistakes, as you do every second of every day. <laughs> okay, here's my continue. Precious Lord, you have given us your spirit to help discern your will in our lives. That discernment gives us the wisdom to place ourselves in other people's shoes, to empathize with their feelings and concerns. Lord, you call us to maturity in in tongue. Uh, Sorry, Lord, you call us to maturity through our behavior and to trust your love. There are those here that don't seem to understand that trust is elusive. And maturity is a struggle. Help him see that he can't simply barge in and expect an easy reconciliation when I asked him to be patient. And then Rodlin's like, ah, um, Lord, I just want to pray for. Uh, then Eugene, and then she's just interrupted by Eugene. Yeah, and he's like, Dear Majestic Lord, rec- <laughs> reconciliation is never easy, but it is attainable if certain people are willing to communicate. Which, Dear um, Lord, communicate. you call us to... <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no. The communicate rap. <laughs> no, no. Not now. <laughs> and then Katrina's like, Okay, fine. Dear Lord, you call us to silence, to wait on you and seek perspective in our lives. 
help some of us be sensitive enough to see at least one of us wants to do the right thing. And then Rodman's like, <laughs> as I was saying, Lord. And then Eugene, <laughs> and then Eugene jumps in. Yeah, and he's like, Lord, give some of us the wisdom to not latch on to tiny problems and use it as an excuse to... That's it! I'm gonna find new partners! <laughs> That's Rodlin. And so yeah. she just leaves, and Katrina's like, Eugene! And then... Yeah. And then Eugene's like, please, Katrina, I'm not here to argue, but I have to say that running and hiding with Brandon <laughs> is not good communication. And then Katrina's like, I am not running and hiding with Brandon. No, Brandon... Why are you so insecure about him? <laughs> and then this is where Brandon interjects. Like, no, no, this is where oh, yeah, Brandon yeah. interjects. And is like, excuse me, you're bothering the other prayer groups. And Eugene <laughs> <laughs> has to be so rude here. And he's like, ah, you merely whisper his name and he appears. Okay, Eugene, that's enough. And Brandon's like, Eugene, <laughs> that was more of a whisper. And I think we should take this outside. And then Eugene's just like, are you challenging me? Where's my glove? And Eugene's like, Eugene, you're being absolutely childish. And then they start fighting. And Brandon just yeah. break, he, he breaks it up. He's like, listen, there are people here that have come to pray. Now, I suggest that the three of us do that right now. Then after we can meet at the cafeteria. And then Eugene's just so bad. His next line is like. I know. Uh, so re- read on the next line, Devin. <laughs> Eugene's like, you don't have to posture your spirituality, Brandon. Or Brandon. (laughs) (laughs) Talking this out is all I wanted from the start. (laughs) I just don't like how he's like, you don't have to posture your spirituality. Because, Eugene, uh, you're the one being so immature. I mean, Katrina's being immature right here in this scene. But Eugene's Mm -hmm. really the big big one in the room being immature. And Brandon's honestly the one that brings it together. He's like, just be quiet and pray. And then Eugene's like, all right, fine. And then Katrina whispers, be quiet and pray. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> I'm not sure if she's just talking, to, saying that to herself or saying that to Eugene or what. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so that's 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 the, the as uh, Michael Lafavre said, it's the prayer battle. <laughs> Yeah, Eugene versus Katrina with Rodlin caught in the crossfire. Um, so then we go to the next scene in the cafeteria, and this is, oh my goodness, this is such a long scene. <laughs> it's such a long it scene. Is. So you wanna you wanna uh, you wanna start us off with the scene, Devin? I guess. Um, so Katrina asks Eugene, "When's the last time he got some sleep?" I assume this is after they finish praying, because I don't think they mentioned that but it's just like kind of assume um uh yeah yeah so this this is at the cafeteria after they finish spring yeah and eugene's like i had a nap on the plane approximately 46 hours ago but i don't think my sleeping re- habits are relevant here <laughs> it's like yes you did. yeah oh and uh, sorry but katrina also says that she thinks she's eugene's having a nervous breakdown oh yes which i'm glad katrina's like eugene you're immature so i'm just I, it can't work between us because you're immature. But she she's like seeing that he has a nervous breakdown. So I like that. Mm-hmm. It's it's good, honestly. Yeah. And then Brandon's like, I think they're both. They're I think they are very relevant. You know what lack of sleep does too. 
Please, Brandon. Brandon, I don't wish to be lectured by you on the effects of sleep deprivation. If anything, I've been upset by the events this course has taken. And then Katrina kind of interjects with, You've been upset? <laughs> yeah. And, but Brandon kind of stops her and tells Eugene to continue. Yeah. And he's like, Eugene, what do you mean? And Eugene's like, The deceit for starters. <laughs> and they're both like, Wait, what? Deceit? <laughs> deceit? And yeah. Um, okay. Oh boy, there's a, there's a whole lot to talk about oh, here, yeah. but we'll we'll get to that later on the scene. So Eugene tells uh, Eugene Eugene tells Brandon that he came that Brandon came to his room as a ruse while he whisked Katrina away, and this is the point where Katrina's like, Eugene, I wanted to leave. I needed to get away to think and to pray. And Eugene's like, so I was told, but it certainly was handy for Brandon to wield his influence on you while you thought and prayed. And Brandon's like, what are you talking about? He's like, oh, Brandon's getting defensive. Oh. And Eugene's like, Eugene's like, are you going to admit that you intend to ask Katrine to marry you? And they're both like shocked in silence right here. So, um, yeah. <laughs> I, so they're both, so they're both shocked in silence. And it's honestly Eugene's jet lags that, because Eugene just says after that, see, your very expressions tell me that my concerns have been justified. Yeah, but so Eugene really. believes that Brandon hasn't told her yet that he intends to marry her, mm-hmm. but in reality he has. Yeah. But the thing about this, Devin, is that uh, Brandon asked Mr. Shanks permission to marry him after. D- did Brandon ask after he asked Katrina? No, before or. You think it was before? Because it would have had to been at the Lakeshore Lodge. I think he asked before, and then he kind of was a little bit devious but on that, the car ride and was like, No, hmm. no, but that doesn't make sense because he didn't even realize that uh, him and Katrina... No, he, it would have had to been after because... Okay, think about it. They're both in the car ride. Um, Brandon's like, Eugene didn't mean any harm. And then Katrina's like, Brandon, you mean so much to me. And Brandon's like, really? Like we've kind of been dating but not dating and she's like yeah and he's like well maybe we could have a future together will you marry me Hmm. but it couldn't have been before because yeah i think brandon because it it was in that time between when katrina said you mean so much to me and and the the point where he like that 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 was the point where he's like maybe i maybe we i could marry her so he would have had to ask mr shanks after interesting which yeah so uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't really. It means Brandon's kind of um, being a sketchy guy here. Yeah, he kind of. He kind of is in some. I mean, hey, I, I Armitage, can I marry your daughter? Wink, wink. I definitely haven't asked her yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. So I. I think honestly that all of them are to blame for this whole mess, honestly, bit, in yes. some way or another. Except for Armitage, because Armitage is just like, I'm gonna play. Ch- I'm gonna play tennis and bail eugene out and (laughs) stuff like that yeah poor armitage (laughs) so anyway uh they're both they're both shocked that eugene knows and eugene's like well i remain faithful to our relationship in odyssey you are here being mentored by saint brandon (laughs) and katrina's like eugene brandon has already asked me to marry him oh and (laughs) yeah Oof. Eugene's like, well, 
Yeah, well, of course he has. I should have known I'd be a step behind. Don't sugarcoat it, Katrina. How did you respond? And, uh, Katrina tells him that she told Brandon that she would like to think and pray about it. And then she has, she's like, even though Eugene, you're jealous and in denial. And Eugene's like, I am not jealous. I am not in denial. She's like, yes, you are. <laughs> Brandon happens to be a very kind, happy, and mature person. And I'm honored that he asked me to marry him. And Eugene's like, then why did you have to think about it? And here's the point where Katrina's like, because I love you, Eugene. And then the music starts right here mm -hmm. and the piano. And here's the point where Brandon's, here's the point where in, in the episode where Brandon's like, oh, okay, so it probably won't work out between me and Katrina. So Yeah, uh, the point where he yeah. realizes there's no chance for him. <laughs> there is no chance. He does not have a chance against Eugene. Uh, so this takes Eugene back for some reason. He's like, oh, you do? And Katrina's like, yes, I do. And so Brandon's like, well, I think I'll be in the meeting if you need me. So see ya. So anyway, Brandon gets out of there and uh, yeah. Yeah, Brandon pieces it, out. And then Eugene's Brandon pieces still out. in shock. Uh, and he's asking questions like if, why, if she loved him, then why haven't then they've been able to talk for the last 24 hours? This is a really good conversation here after this they have. Mm -hmm. And it's Eugene's, it's, it's Eugene's re uh, re reckoning almost. I, th I think his coming, him coming to his senses. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, con continue with this, with the, la with the last part of this. All right. So Katrina tells him that she needed time to think and pray, which she even told him at the time. Um, Oh, Brandon, I guess, yeah, told him. It's, but. it's it's not unreasonable. As I said, my position on this before is that it's not unreasonable for her to be doing that. Yeah. But I think it is a little unreasonable for her to be doing that with Eugene's quote-unquote competition. Yeah. It, it's not the best situation for her to go and be with Brandon while she's trying to seek. Um, well, well, she's trying to make an important decision about her and Eugene, and then you have her and Brandon who've been unofficially dating. Yeah, exactly. And... Uh, yeah, but okay, whatever. We've already talked about that a lot in the last episode. Yeah, so um, she asks him why it's been so difficult for him to see and understand, and his behavior has threatened her and her love, and it's as if Eugene has been in this childish panic over losing his favorite toy, but Katrina is not a toy, nor is her love, which... Is fair, I guess. Good quote. It is very good quote. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I think Katrina's Katrina's right here because, um, she, I mean, she could have been, in the in the next episode, even Katrina admits to Eugene that she was, uh, that she was wrong and she she was a bit immature too and she didn't handle the situation well. Yeah. But this is, but I agree that this is um, that Eugene has kind of been treating it. He he's been very self centered. I mean. His jet lag has really made him self-centered, and it, it it kind of is bringing this out up front to Katrina. 100%. Kind of parading it right in front of her. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, let's let, let's continue. Um. So, uh, I lost where it was. Katrina tells him that Brandon has been Eugene's advocate because he's committed to her being with the right person. Well, I guess that's sort of true. I guess she's kind of seeing Brandon in, in slightly of a better light than where he actually was. Uh Cause he was yeah, he wasn't exactly I, uh, rooting for Eugene. Like I guess he threw his he threw his hat in the ring. But like 
still, I mean, it it is true. He was definitely more mature but, about it than Eugene was, but and even Katrina. But then I still don't like how he just. I mean, he wasn't completely if, if, right. If Brandon had been like, let's see, let's maybe start taking a relationship a bit more seriously. Okay, cool, whatever. But for him to be like, will you marry me? Like, <laughs> let's just jump into marriage. It's like, wait, what? Um, no, because so I don't know. I I don't really have that great feelings toward Brandon in this. Honestly, I have better feelings toward him during the Novacom when he's in like Novacom. Oh yeah, definitely episodes. Yeah, because he's he what he's such a great guy in those episodes. But yeah, I don't know. It's I, I I don't really agree that he's really been Eugene's advocate. I mean, I think he's been her advocate because I I, I believe that he's committed to her finding the right person. But yeah, he really hasn't really, he hasn't much. really been there on Eugene's side, especially in the later parts of the episode, because he was like he was kind of making fun of Eugene and being like, "There's nothing mature about you," and like I don't think like. Th- I mean the- that was that was justified, but at the same time, it's like okay, then that that's he's not being your advocate there. In the uh, last episode, guess- he said that Eugene was spiritually ungifted or what? What? It's not exactly that. Yeah. Oh, that's I I forgot about that line. Um, yeah, he did. Uh, so yeah, so Katrina's like it's because he wants what's best for me. <laughs> yeah. Which okay. I, I guess I could see that. I guess I I guess and he's mostly like, in the right. Um, I, I mean I guess uh, I just think he could have gone about his whole relationship with Katrina a better way. Yeah, he could have definitely. It wouldn't have interfered with as much with you like Eugene's relationship, and it also would have been bringing God into the picture. And that's another thing. This whole episode is about um finding God's will and God's spirit, but it's not like Brandon was really doing much of that either when he asked her to marry no, him. No, he wasn't. Uh, I mean, he he said prayerfully considered, but apart from that, there's no mention of yeah. There's no mention really of anything. You think for so, somebody who's studying to be a pastor that he would have been more, I guess, biblical about his whole approach? But I guess I don't know. Yeah, I don't. There know. wasn't much. Maybe I, I guess it wasn't it, really the Eugene, Katrina, and Brandon storyline. So now I, I guess. He's not in that that many episodes either, so yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh-huh. let's 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 continue. Yeah. Uh, so so Katrina's like, it's because he wants what's best for me. But on the other hand, and then you can finish off the sentence. Eugene just finishes off the sentence, and she's like, on the other hand, Eugene has been um, behaving as if he wants to do what's right for him, and in his panic, he has indeed been self-serving, which is definitely true. Yes, um, very true. And, and Katrina's, li- oh yeah, Katrina's like, I want my head and my heart to come together so I can make a mature decision. And this is good from the last episode because in the last episode she's like, if I went, if I, I followed my heart, I'd marry Eugene. But if I followed my head, I'd marry someone like Brandon. And so she wants both of those to come together. So that's pretty good, mm-hmm. honestly. Uh, it's the mature thing to do. I suppose. Definitely, yeah. So, uh, and she tells where him are that, we? Oh, uh, she tells him that um, she loves him and believes that he loves her, but that doesn't mean she's the best person for him. And Eugene asks how much longer they can go wondering. Um, he understands her feelings and he admits that he has been acting foolishly and 
he wouldn't blame Katrina if she decided to marry Brandon. And love is so new to Eugene that he is and, inexperienced. Yeah. Um. Honestly, though, right here, he says he wouldn't blame Katrina if she decided to marry Brandon. That's a dramatic shift from a few minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, it definitely is. He had a very different <laughs> change a, of heart. A, a, ch- a change of heart in episode two. Hey, we're making so <laughs> many references. Uh, Yeah, so that's a dramatic shift. And uh, he asks, Eugene tells Katrina that it's time to fish and cut bait or something like that. Eugene's like, I believe that uh, we could have a wonderful, God-filled relationship with each other. But I... I'm going to ask you a question and I want your immediate response. And then Eugene asks Katrina, will you marry me? And the scene ends. Uh, yeah. So I guess he, he's kind of taking arm to just advice right there. Um, so right here, this is kind of the dilemma between, this is the dilemma between, because uh, I, I get both sides where on the one side you have uh, seeking out like time, seeking out time to think and in, if you're a Christian, to pray and seek God's will about it. Mm-hmm. And then on the other, but then on the other hand, you can sometimes engagements can go like they can go way too long. And then you have like it's like okay, we're taking too long in this. Like let's make a decision. And what what do you think about this prospect? Because um, I don't know. I'm coming at this as someone who's not had experience with dating or any any experience with relationships. So, w- what do you think about this, Devin? Oh, I'm coming at this in the same way, so I don't really know. Um, yeah, I don't really know either. It's honestly hard to say for that, but but I don't I, know. I think. Do you think it's right for Eugene to ask her to marry him right now? I guess taking the advice of Armitage to Fisher Cut Bait, just like I think it's time to make a decision, basically. Um, which I guess it doesn't. <laughs> It kind of ends up not making a decision, but well, it still ends no. up in the same spot. But um, yeah, that's true. I it's kind of not yet. Um, mm. not really a no exactly, but like yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's not a bad decision. Like the worst that could happen is she says no. They move on. They still try and figure out the relationship from there because they're still friends and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, they still so the, love each other. It's not exactly. like they had a big fight and they're like now not speaking to each other. Yeah. So th- there's a lot to be said for the way that he went about it, just being like, well, I'm just going to jump right in and just be like, well, it's up to you to marry me or Brandon. It's time for you to make a decision. Um. So mm-hmm. I guess that was... I guess that's the reason why he asked, because he was like, well, it's either me or Brandon, time for you to choose. Um, well, I, I don't. I also don't think he wanted to prolong the, like, I think he's like, like to quote a Michael W. Smith song, we can't wait any longer. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. And it's, it is true, because if you draw out a, a relationship too much, it becomes, and again, speaking as someone who hasn't really had relationships, so take it with a grain of salt if you want, but... I mean, it, it it sometimes can become toxic if you're just in a relationship with someone, and like the relationship's not like you're you're quote unquote dating them, but you're just, nothing's ever hap- yeah, happening. Yeah, it's very unhealthy. And it is. It's unhealthy. So I get Eugene here, but yeah, I also I I think it's a balance that you need to you, you need a balance of thinking and ha- seeking God's will, and then 
actually making decisions because those two things need to come together. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, I think we've talked about that enough. You want to go on to the next scene? All right. So the next scene's at the airport. Um, and Jason and Witt are at the airport. They are going to, uh, they are going to miss their plane if they don't get on right now. And, but they're waiting for Eugene. And then Jason wonders if Eugene worked everything out with Katrina and Witt is like, I have no idea. Um, I just don't understand. <laughs> oh my goodness! And then, oh my goodness! Just then, Eugene kind of walks in. and He's like, "Wait for oh, me!" He he, he, um, ru- he runs in. He doesn't yeah. walk. He runs. Yeah, and he's coming in with Katrina. Um, and Katrina and Wit exchange greetings, and Katrina also exchanges greetings with Jason, of course, because that'd be kind of weird. Uh-huh. She's like, "Hey, Wit," and just doesn't look at you. Eug- doesn't look at Jason. <laughs> um, I don't care for you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, so the three of them go and Katrina and Eugene hug each other. They both love each other and Eugene gets on the plane and sad music plays in the background. Uh huh. She's like, bye. He's like, bye. I love you. She's like, I do you. And then there's like this sad score underlying in the background. It's like, Hmm. And then the next scene, Jason, they're on the plane and Jason's like, so I assume we can have, we have a happily ever after. And it's like, listen to the music. No. And yeah. it's like, yes, I'm also curious. What happened? And Eugene t- fills them in. He's like, I asked if she would marry me and requested an immediate answer so not to prolong the agony. And Jason's like, that's kind of aggressive. What did she say? And Eugene's like, she said, no. And both Whitney oh. and Jason <laughs> are like, you t- oh, Eugene. <laughs> and yeah. Jason's like, more than that, I believe our relationship is over. If she's as smart as I think she is, she'll marry Brandon. I don't know how he can say that because they were both being like, I love you as they were getting on the plane. So I don't see how it can be like, yeah, it's over between us. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I think just they're not, I think they can still remain friends, just not dating, you know? Like, I guess, I guess, I don't know. It is a, a weird point. Uh, but anyway, uh, Jason, yeah, and then Jason's like, but she told you she loved you. And Eugene's like, of course she does, but that doesn't mean we're right for each other. You of all people should know that, Jason. He was Eugene getting his jabbing at Jason. And Jason's <laughs> like, yeah, I know that. It just seems crazy with you guys. Are you sure you didn't misunderstand? And Eugene's like, things couldn't be more clear. So clear that I can see the truth now. And I see that I've been an emotionally stunted, spiritual, immature person. And I've accepted it. And now, uh, Eugene, I'm forced to leave Katrina, and in my heart, um, and my, sorry, I messed that up. And now Eugene's forced to leave Katrina, and his heart in God's hands where they should have been all along. So, honestly, this is a really good um, conclusion with Eugene, because he realizes he's been spiritually mature and is willing to let God take over the mess. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. It's a good lead up to solitary refine. <laughs> it is, which is a great episode, and we're going to talk about it. Uh, uh, not this week though no so uh jason asks him what he's gonna do eugene's like i'm gonna try and sleep for several days if possible which yeah you'll need it so jason asks wit if he has something to say about it it's like that's it like isn't there more which like our futures our desires are all in god's hands it's just a shame that it, may, it takes something painful for us all to realize it and then jason's like this will make a great homing coming to odyssey just and i thought we were all gonna settle down for a while and it was like, settle down. I have a feeling that things are just about to get stirred up. 
And then Eugene's like snoring on the plane. Yeah. So. Great. Ending. And that's, that's where the episode ends. And also, it's, it uh, very much leads into uh, it, um, what returning uh, welcome, home. Wel- wel- yeah, welcome home. Welcome home. I think. Yeah. Because in that that episode, it's also kind of crazy. Where is every... it welcome home or is it welcome home with? Uh, I can't remember. I don't even know. Uh, I... It's oh, it's home sweet home, isn't it? Home sweet home. I don't even know. It, yes, there's it so is. many I'm, titles I'm... that have home in it. I'm looking at the. It is home. Yeah, sweet it is. Home. It's home sweet home. Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. So it is home sweet home. That's where Rick comes. What an episode that is. That's it's a wild episode. Uh, home sweet home. Yeah. I thought you were talking about this episode. <laughs> no, this episode's also a wild episode. Yeah, that's a, that episode's also a wild episode. That okay, one's wild so, in a different way. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, so the episode ends. Uh, you want to just? I I guess I'll just talk about the Chris wrap up. Then we'll um. Uh, do the, then we'll do the discussion questions. Um. All right. So, so we get the Chris wrap up about rushing ahead of God's will. Uh, basically, we need to slow down and wait for God to reveal what to do. Just like we saw with Eugene, the consequence for not slowing down can be horrible. Like Eugene and Katrina kind of breaking up. And so the Bible verses Psalm 27, and she paraphrases a lot. She says, your face, Lord, do I seek. Teach me your way, Lord, and lead me. So, yeah. Imagine they had stuck that Chris wrap-up at the end of uh, Nightmares by Constance Part 1. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Because Claire and I don't remember Caleb. Uh, what... Caleb, Caleb, yeah, Claire and Caleb, they were rushing into things so much, too. Yeah, um, they were. And they did they not were. address that in the episode at all, how much they were rushing into that. But they didn't. We talked about that in the other one, so we won't they go over didn't. that again, probably. But. Yeah, no, that, that, is a, that is a really good point. Caleb and Claire were rushing into it, and they were quote-unquote Christians, but they were like, you're a Christian, I'm a Christian, let's get married. He's like, okay. And so they do, and then all this happens, and she's like, we need trust in a relationship. It's like, um, you didn't really build up any trust. You didn't really take the time to build up a, a good relationship of trust. So when this happens, mm-hmm. you're like, I don't know what to think. So uh, anyway, that's Nightmares by Constance, though, not this episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, and then Chris is like, the final word is like, this is a sign of, spir- of spiritual maturity if you uh, are take time and seek God and uh, all that stuff. So, yeah. And... Uh, let's let's do the discussion questions, and then there's just a few more things to do, and then we're done Alrighty. here. So. Yeah. Um, so first discussion question is, why is it important for Brandon and Eugene to get Mr. Shank's permission to ask Katrina to marry them? Um, Ooh, that is a... We talked about that slightly, but we didn't go into that kind of question. Well, um, for Mr. Shank's, it's a little more weird because... I, I still get it because he wants to make sure his he, he obviously loves his daughter and he wants to make sure his daughter is with the right person. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's not like a Christian where you're the parents and you want to make sure your kid is marrying a salt Christian too. So I don't know. I, I think it's just for with Mr. Shanks, it's he, he wants to make sure that she's marrying the quote unquote right person, even though the right person is whomever she chooses. So. I don't know. I, I honestly don't know the answer to that question in the context of this episode. Because... Yeah, it's it's a strange question to ask, but it's also, like... It's a good question to ask. It's very thought-pondering. I just don't know how it relates to Mr. Shanks, really, in this episode. Not really, no. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Do it's just important, else? especially for uh, for people who... like Like you said earlier, like, if you want to 
have a good relationship <clears throat> with your in-laws in the future, mm-hmm. then don't mess up things with them now. Like, or they like if you're going to like I'm marrying your daughter and there's nothing you can do about it, then they're probably not going to have the greatest uh, like picture of you in their mind. Kind well, of thing, if, so. well, if, if that's your relationship, if if that's the way you cope out your relationship, it's probably not a healthy relationship to begin with either. So yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Next discussion question because I can't think of any more answers to that one. So this is a really good question. So Katrina said no to Eugene's proposal, and yet he was still at peace. And why do you say that he was? Uh, I think honestly the one is is because Eugene. If Eugene was still in a jet lagged imagination state, I think Eugene would be like distraught and like begging Katrina and stuff like that. But honestly, I I think it's because he's realized how spiritually immature Eugene he was acting, and Eugene's mm-hmm. Eugene's realized that right now, and he's realized how he's it, it it's it's been him that started it. I mean, he was the one who damaged the relationship with Katrina, and it's it's his fault. So I I think that's why he's at peace. He realized that I think Eugene realized that he should have been the relationship should have been in God's hands, not uh not 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 him trying to you know control it by himself and fix it yeah. which only made it worse i don't know As he realized a, his spiritual immaturity and uh and he came to the conclusion i guess that he deserves um whatever god decides for him basically like he should stop trying to do things on his own and rushing into things and just trying to like trying to stop whatever katrina is doing and just like mm-hmm. um jesus take the wheel for Lack of a better term. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 that's a pretty good question, though. So, um, mm. and then the third question gets pretty. Uh, uh, I don't know. What? Let's read the third question. And find out for ourselves. <laughs> let's we? talk about the future. <laughs> <laughs> so, getting married is one of the most important decisions of our lives. And what are some important things to think about before you get married? Yeah, Devin. What are some important things? <laughs> uh, well, no. um, from from my perspective, things that I've learned from a whole bunch of uh, Christians that I've seen do things well is obviously dating should be, well, I guess not obviously, but like in my perspective, dating should be um, purposely for the purpose of getting married. Um, mm-hmm. There's no point in just dating because you just want to have fun. So like, well, that's, that's one thing also, to think about. Also... I might I might offend a few people here by saying this, but I don't support high school dating at all. For the, um, <laughs> no buckles there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um. I I don't know. That's true. Eugene even supports it. Oh my goodness. Uh, <laughs> no. uh. But I I don't support high school dating for the thing of you're not going to be getting married. I mean, you can't get married well in high. You have to wait till you're you're a bit older, and so if. You you can't really take it that seriously, right? I mean, I think I think high it's one thing to have like a high school sweetheart, maybe, and or high school yeah. crushes. Like that's fine, but like dating is kind of taking it up a notch, and it's almost I don't know. It's almost making it less special the thing that God has made. You know, like uh, I don't know, because dating is also yeah. such a new topic. Like before this, it was like courtship, and uh, and that was also very different. But yeah, yeah, for sure, like. I feel like dating in high school, um, 
I feel like the term dating should be refined for high school dating mm-hmm. because it's so different than dating after you're out of high school, especially if you're dating for the right reasons, like dating in preparation of getting married. Yeah. Um, well, because then I, I don't think it's wrong to just be dating someone after high school. I, I think there's a difference between just dating someone, just like casually dating them, you know, like having lunch with them and talking and stuff like that. And then serious dating, yeah. which is like, you know, like we might have a future together kind of stuff. But honestly, this is, it's the, it's the reason why I won't have, um, why I, I probably won't date anyone till I'm at least, I don't know, in university sometime because it's just not something I feel comfortable with. And Yeah. Yeah, I probably agree. I guess it all depends on circumstances. Like, if you feel like, um, like, how what would you say to the question about um, if you and your, I guess, um, potential girlfriend, if you guys both have, um, like, you guys both feel like you're in love, what, what do you say there? At what, um, what age frame am I at here? Like, if you guys both feel like you're, like, I know my parents started dating in high school. Okay. Um, so, like, how would you feel about um, potentially two, two teens who feel like they're in love in high school, would you say hold off on the relationship I'd um, say, to a major uh, extent until they're out? or I'd say remain friend. Like, don't, like, be like... I- I'm not ready for dating yet, so I'm just going to, like, stop seeing you. I'd say, okay, I mean, remain friends, but maybe don't, like, do dating. Because another thing that dating leads to is just bad uh, I don't, sexual immorality, things like that. And I've seen that with a whole yeah. bunch of people at, like, my old school where um, it starts out as harmless dating, but then it turns into really bad stuff. And it's not it's not, it's not, not good for either one of the people in that relationship. So I'd It say, leads to temptation, which is not good. Yeah. So I'd say hold off uh, on maybe the dating aspect. I mean, remain friends and maybe after high school, see where you're at with a relationship. Also, as a Christian, it's super important that the the person that you're dating has a also um is 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 a Christian, but not only a Christian, but like they they have a release. They're more as active, aligned with you. Well, they have an active relationship with God too. Like, there's also the Christians that are just like yes, I go to church a few times a year and I'm a Christian. So make sh- you know, because it's honestly really hard if you marry someone and then you realize that you can't share your faith with them because they're either a different faith than you or they're not. They don't really care about faith or stuff like that. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. It's 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 a hard it's a hard topic, honestly. Because yeah, it's a weird topic. <laughs> it is, but um, this episode kind of warrants us talking about it because yeah, it's a whole, a lot about dating. Mm-hmm. So, uh, is there anything else like on that note we should talk about, or do you think we've? Uh, not on that note, I don't think. Okay, um, so those are the discussion questions. Um, I also just want to give a shout out to one of our listeners who emailed me and asked if I could give her a shout out. So her name's Rayhan, um, Rayhan, and she says, "Hi, I'm an older teen that likes adventures in Odyssey, and I enjoy your podcast and look forward to it every week. Hoping it doesn't, hoping you don't miss one." And so I'm, I just want to say, hey, Rand, thanks for listening. And um, if any of you want to send us emails, you know our email address. It's in the show description. Give us an email, and I'll probably respond back to you within a few days. So, yeah, we like getting emails, don't we, Devin? 
We do. I, I, I read all the emails. I just don't respond to them. I know. I let Wyatt it, do all that. It's, <laughs> it, I'm like, I'm like, oh, we got an email, but why? It shows that it's already been looked at. I'm like, oh yeah, that's Stefan. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So cool. Hey, Ryan. Thanks for listening, and for all of you that are with us at this point, thanks for listening. Um. Yeah. I, I, we appreciate, we appreciate all the support we've had up to here, up to this point. So yeah uh with that out of the way i don't think there's anything else we should mention i don't think so no okay so we'll be back in a week talking about episode 366 solitary refinement bye guys bye